go to Krispy Kreme on free donut for a service man day. <laughs> oh, and they're yeah. like out the door. Yeah. And or like on Veterans Day, if you're like go there on a uniform or something. Mm. And one day I went there with my kids not realizing that's what it was. And it was like annoying. <laughs> it's like, what are, why is there like 10 cops here? And like five guys in, you know, like I'm scared. Is there all these guns? There's, was there a murder? Is there a murder in this Krispy Kreme? Because why is there 10 armed cops here and three guys with long guns? <laughs> they, they want their, their eclairs too. Welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 298 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh telling these hilarious stories. Eddie, we got a great email from a new listener in New Zealand. Oh, wow. Which, yes, I'll read in the questions portion okay. of the program. I'm excited. And you did a good job of explaining kind of what the show is nice uh, to him which i appreciate i'm always you know i hit him with the survey yeah <laughs> every person that emails the show i always write back with two or three questions <laughs> hey how'd you find out about the show <laughs> and he was very generous with his time and are these like uh rick's questions when uh someone new is joining the group in the oh walking dead? walking dead yeah if he's ever killed anyone yeah you should ask him those questions <laughs> right that's it yeah what are those questions if you've ever killed anyone Living or dead? Yeah, like how many people have you killed? How many zombies have you killed? How many zombies have you killed? Or why, I think, is for the Something people. Like Something that. like that. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, here we are. Yes. Eddie, how you been? Good, man. How have you been? I've been great. I've been traveling a lot. Yes. Which is good. You know, I this is going to sound crazy, but the show is very important to us. Mm -hmm. And when I would travel... I would always look at my calendar and think, oh shit, I'm going to be out of town Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, recording the podcast is going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Like that really did give me some stress, yeah. some surus, as the Jews say. <laughs> and now that we don't, it feels so, I feel relaxed more, mm -hmm. not worrying about that. And then having, getting to do the show, I'm excited, Yeah, you know, doing it every two weeks in a way that I haven't been in a while. So it's great. Yeah. Definitely. But I have been traveling a lot. And the one thing I do, I'm, I'm trying really hard to stay in shape. Mm. Because when, it, when you travel, especially when it's for work and there's like you're taking out clients. So, you know, if you go to work on your own and you travel and you're alone, you'd probably keep a pretty similar routine. You yeah. know, even if you're in a new city, maybe you go out for a drink, but you're not going to go out alone all night long yeah. and get wasted. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. Maybe your first couple times, but if you're a regular, <laughs> right. you know, person that does that, right? I'd imagine, yeah, you'd you'd want a, a routine. Mm -hmm. I think guys like us too, who have families at home and are very busy, yeah, we probably would relish the moment of relaxing mm -hmm. and like sitting in a hotel room. So, anyways, if if you go, you try to not be a monster. And, you know, drink and eat like a madman, mm -hmm. but it's hard not to. Yeah. Especially when you're not paying for it. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing tastes better than booze except free booze. Exactly. <laughs> it's so much better. Or like if you're at a restaurant and it's a comped meal and you like, yeah, let's get some appetizers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys hungry? One of those, you know, better make it two orders. Like it's, <laughs> For the table. For the table. We're going to yeah. get that for the table. Like nothing feels better than when you get to go out for a comped meal yeah. for work like that. So I'm trying really hard to be a good boy. And I try to work out at the gym. Okay. Like and the hotel gym? The hotel gym. Okay. And hotel gyms are so weird. 
Yeah. So unbelievably weird because the kind of people that go there, like I think it's easy to forget when you're in a hotel that especially if you're there for work, most other people there aren't. Yes. Maybe it's like split 50-50, but when you see someone, they may be from the other side of the world. They may be on the beginning of their vacation, the end of their vacation. Like I don't envy anyone that lives or I'm sorry, that works in a hotel like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's hard to work with the public at all. Yeah. But when, and when let's say you're a waiter or a server in a restaurant, there's still this sort of feeling of it's not as special. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their birthday. Maybe that's the most, but people, they kind of, they, they're reasonable to you. Yeah. I feel like if you're on vacation and you work in a hotel like that, where most of your guests are traveling or on vacation, mm-hmm. they're going to treat you like extra shit. Yeah. Cause they're so entitled. And if anything goes wrong, they're probably like, oh, oh, I want to speak to the manager. What do you think like the level of like, so let's say a business person traveling versus mm-hmm. like a family traveling on vacation. Right. Who's the bigger asshole? Oh, the family. Like, yeah, obviously. I would right? say, yeah. Cause, Cause they're like, his, and it's his own money. Yeah. Or her money. Totally. And just, I feel like it's so stressful when you're traveling with your family anyways. Yeah. Like when I have business travel alone, it's amazing. Like just to roll up casually to the lobby. Hello. Good to see you. Hi. Checking in is all good. You know, I don't have kids behind me where I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Listen, we're almost to the goddamn room. Um, so it's very relaxing. Yeah. But yes, working in a place like that. Also, I think there's this air of, well, I'm, I've been put out for five minutes. So what are you going to do for me? Yes. Like you would never do that in any other building. Yeah. Or... Do you know how many Twitter followers I have? Oh God. <laughs> Don't, that's when I'll know when we've made it is when I say to someone, I'm going on my podcast and I'm going to tell them how you treated me. Yeah. Right now I could do that and it wouldn't matter that much, mm-hmm. but I'll know we've made it when it really matters. People are terrified to make us upset. Um, anyhow, you're in this hotel mm-hmm. and the gym in the hotel is especially weird because who wants to do that? Like it's usually like tiny and shitty and you figure the people that go to it are just people trying to keep a routine. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to keep it together or people go in there like hungover. <laughs> and it makes me laugh when I see someone in there just clearly just like phoning it in. It's like, why are you here? It's, it makes me laugh. Um, so I was, but it's also very early. Yeah. So I went to this gym and I got there really early and there was just another woman in there. So it was like 7 a.m. because I had meetings. Yes. And hold on to your hats, Eddie. No. And then all of a sudden she's sweating. <laughs> sweating, Eddie. She pops her top. No. So we're in there. We're working out. And I have headphones in. So does she. We work out silently for like 20, 30 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I don't... I'm not going to talk to a woman. Yeah. Like I have no reason to... Like there's just no reason. And I hate... Even if I was single... I mean, it, it just... Why would, why would I talk to a woman? I'm not but, a chatty person in general, right. so like, yeah, I would never just be like, good morning, right. hey. Like, what brings you here? Yeah. I'm very chatty. Like, you put me in a lift, Yeah. and they're probably like, man, is this guy going to shut up? <laughs> like, I'm happy to talk to anybody. You, you know what's funny, though, is like, when she saw you walk in, she probably became terrified, and she was like, I know. there's the potential that I could be raped right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Yes. That's my whole point here, is how I've never felt anything like that. Yeah. Like I've never felt 
unsafe because of my gender or that a woman was going to grab me <laughs> or a man was going to beat me up like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big guy, so I'm not worried about that. And the second I walked in, I could tell she was like, oh, fuck. And maybe she thought either A, I was going to kill her mm-hmm. or B, I was going to talk to her. I mean, she was young. She was cute. I mean, so I bet that's the other thing. If you're like a good looking woman going into the gym alone, you're probably like, please don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm here to work out. And so again, there would have been no reason for me to talk to this woman. And I didn't. And she leaves the gym. And then two seconds later, she comes back to the door and tries to open it. And she gives me a look like, I can't open it. It's locked. (laughs) And I say, oh, okay. So I walk up and I open the door and she comes in. She's all, I must have left my room key in here. Oh, okay. And I said, oh, oh. Yeah, uh, sorry. And I kind of like doing that move where I'm pretending I'm looking around like, I don't know, lady. Uh, (laughs) Nope, it's not behind the Stairmaster. (laughs) Nope, it's not by the rubber balls. Like I, Oh, here, look at my pants. Well, (laughs) but that's the thing. Like I didn't exactly not help her, but I didn't want to look overly anxious either. And she's all, oh, I can't find it. And I said, well, you know what? I bet if you go to the front office, they'll they'll make you new. And she's like, of Mm -hmm. course. And then I said, are you here alone? And it just came out. How was that your opening line, dude? I was like, are you here alone? And she's like, no. And she said it so fast. <laughs> and in my head, I wanted to say, you can call your room. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you could take my room key if you want. Mm-hmm. And, and meet me up there. <laughs> well, I, because I, what did she want to do? She needed the key to get something. And it made sense that I could give her my room key. Everything was coming out of my mouth that he was insane. And the second I said, are you there alone? I could see her just go like, oh, shit. And I almost thought, I bet she thought like, tell him someone's here with you. Tell him you're not alone. Yeah, totally. You know, um, if he walks you to your room to let you into your room, like, uh, you know, I could see she freaked out. And I wanted to be like, lady, 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 please. <laughs> like, I would never in my life hurt another person, yeah. let alone what I'm going to rape a woman. In the gym of a hotel or follow you to your room? Like, what kind of monster? Yeah. Monster. Like, think about one of the worst things you've ever done in your life. You know, maybe you, like, yelled at your kid and felt really bad about it. Maybe you, a homeless person came to your door and you didn't open it and then they died in the cold okay. that night. But seriously, like, think of the worst thing you've ever done. Mm-hmm. It is a zero on a scale of one to a hundred in terms of, like, doing that to a stranger. Yes. Definitely. So my point being like, and she thought I was going to do that to her. Yeah. Like, and that must be how a woman feels all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So here's the being a guy. But like, like we say that, but like, I remember in college, my wife would just walk home drunk from like a bar and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm afraid to walk home drunk Mm -hmm. from a bar. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like for a girl. She's like, I know I'm fine. Seriously. You're fine. Like, I'm smaller than you and I could easily take right. you down. Like Seriously. Yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes my wife will get a little fun with me where she kind of wants to like grab me mm-hmm. and I have to put her in her place. <laughs> I do this with my kids too, where like I come behind her and I just show her how I can like really sink in a chokehold. Yeah. And I'm like, look, you know, a lot of people think you come with the hands. No. Like this, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. In a movie, you're choking with your fingertips. You know how much stronger my arm is than my fingers? Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going to really choke you, girl, I'm going to come in like, and then, you know, you sink it in there. Then you grab your elbow and they're going to be like, oh, you got to let them know. Yeah. That you can still think. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but you're I, not. But I do come I up behind her. I see the passion in your eyes. I come up behind her to sink it in a little bit. Anyways, um... <laughs> This poor woman was terrified. 
Did you show her how you uh, can lock her up? I should have. I should have. Where was I going with that? There was a reason that I was talking about giving her your key. (sighs) No, the the, my wife. Oh, okay. Yes, your wife being scared. Yes, and you're right because you can totally take a gal. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what we do? How we reinforce this behavior, especially in colleges. That girl who walked home. And the lacrosse player, jock dude, raped her. Oh, yeah. And it was like a violent rape, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she had, like, gravel in her hair and abrasions. This wasn't some sort of, like, I don't know. We were we were having sex, and yeah. things got a little out of control. No, this was aggravated assault on a dead body. And the kid got, like, what, like three months? Something Remember ridiculous that? like that, yeah. And then a little bit of justice is we just voted that, ju- that judge out. It was on the ballot. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird. Like, I guess he's a city appointed person. Yeah. So that means in order to get fired, it's that hard to get fired that it has to be a ballot measure on the California ballot. Yeah, that seems a little So does that mean every ridiculous. time a judge gets has to be like, let go? Is it that hard? I, I totally judge? don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. And what made that case special? So he lost. And now what happens? He's disbarred. He can't be a judge anymore. I'm sure he's got plenty of money to retire. See, that's the thing that I hate is like a guy like that, let's say he still wins. Yeah. Because even though he's a piece of shit and who knows how many other people's lives he's ruined, like what kind of person wants to be a judge like that? Where you're like doling out and changing people's lives every day. Like what a maniac. Yeah. You've got to have a gigantic ego. I mean, like to even be like a politician or even the president. Right. That takes... A certain kind of personality. Right. And I, I don't have that. No. <laughs> Not even close. No. Goodness, no. Yeah, to be a president and then be under that kind of scrutiny. But a judge to where, like, even being a cop, I feel like that's one thing. Where it's mm-hmm. like, man, only certain kind of people can be cops. But you say that in a good way. Or, man, only certain type of people can be a teacher. Yeah. Oh, I know I couldn't be a teacher. <laughs> but God bless the people that could be a teacher. But a judge... <laughs> Especially like a criminal judge yeah. where every day you have to stare at people and say guilty and you see the look in their eye. It's kind of like there's that scene. Remember that movie Dogma? Yeah. With Ben Affleck Mm -hmm. and Matt Damon and they're like angels and they hang out at an airport because one of them says there's so much joy here reuniting, mm-hmm. but some of the sorrow too. Like imagine the judge, the amount of emotion every day that he's seeing where he's telling people, you're going to jail or yeah. I'm taking away your kids or just terrible things. Why would you subject yourself <laughs> to that? Cause you make a lot of money. Is it that much money? Power hungry. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. You're taking bribes and shit. Right? So that stuff too. <laughs> Probably. Right. So that's your point is this guy now has enough money. And, yeah. and he'll be okay. Or at least like enough connections probably. Right. To just, yeah, to be able to right. get along fine. I'm right. Sure and someone's going to think that he, you know, the liberal media fucked him over yeah. or something. He's not going to be working at Home Depot. No, no, he wishes. <laughs> um, so I was traveling. I had dinner with some people. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys I had dinner with told me the story that he was business traveling and he was in Georgia and he went to a strip club. Okay. And in this strip club, there was a stripper who had a fake leg. She was an older gal, and she had a, a prosthetic leg. Older? Like, how old is this? I bet you she was, like, 60. Like, he made it sound like she was, like, an old lady for a strip club. So she, But she was a stripper? Right. And a so I think, I think she was just good-looking enough to where it was, like, novel. A 60-year-old 
decent looking not <laughs> one-legged shrimp. but see exactly so she probably made a good living where was this at in georgia in, okay in georgia okay. so i think this woman just like you know you go to a strip club and a girl might have a vibe like oh there's this goth chick yeah fuck like look what she's wearing like because they're not stupid if yeah. every girl in there was blonde blue-eyed wearing a bikini mm-hmm. you'd be like yo that, that's not what every guy likes like that Dude, every they guy would still killing yeah, every right. <laughs> they would still you're a hundred percent right okay fine for a more distinguishing gentleman yes i would say that a club might have a brunette an asian girl mm-hmm. you know just like all this different things because guys and women that go in there are so different i think that's what this girl's vibe was she okay. was the older person with a fake leg i've got so many questions though. okay so like fake leg from where down I don't know. Like knee, like okay, I'm so imagining what's sexier? thigh. You're imagining. I'm imagining her entire thigh is gone. So, so her whole leg. Right. She's not some. She doesn't have like those badass blades. <laughs> like, is that sexy? Do you have, remember I mean, Kingsman? I do was, remember she was Kingsman. Sexy. Now, if you are missing legs like that, you don't wear those legs around the house. No. Like, you know what would be funny? <laughs> That's like hundred thousand. You know what would be funny? This is like a a TV show <laughs> where I invite your girlfriend over okay and or my wife's like let's have eddie and his girlfriend over and (laughs) susie and i'm like wait susie with those late things like honey we have hardwood floors like she's gonna fuck up our house like we can't have her like you wouldn't have like a house or a horse in your house because it would it's metal hooves so it scratch your floor um those things must scratch the floor so my point is is that like her racing legs and then on the weekends she puts on like something a little more chill i would imagine so right yeah. Because, yeah, those things are like $100,000. But I feel like you would get used to the bounce of them and like your body, you can't just be like, well, let me put on my, my springy legs because there's a, a costume yeah. party this weekend. And is that something I don't even understand how those work? Are I they t- attached to you? How? With a little bit of a spirit jelly or spirit gum or whatever they use for like a mask. They like strap, like they put like condoms over. Like, well, it depends on if you have like a bit of a limb, right? Right. And then, because I know like a lot of them put like a a sock type deal Mm -hmm. and like a rubber condom deal. That could be an endorsement for an 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 actor, an athlete in one of these where you're like the official thing they would they've got to have ads like that dude i don't know there's got to be magazines and shit right probably i'm showing my um you know i don't get that yeah i I wish i did please educate us if anyone has any knowledge on this subject nobody will i ask for (laughs) stuff like that all the time they're thinking at home like just google it you dickhead (laughs) so this woman he's seeing her dance and she slithers up to him and she's like hey is it your birthday today and he's all, uh, no. And then she does this move where she like flips open her legs and shows him her, her butthole. And he's like, cause who, I got an order for some balloons. And he said in her butt, hemorrhoids like you've never seen. No. Yes. Dude, oh like my a God. clump of balloons oh my hanging God. off her keister. And again, this was like this gal's thing no. to be weird gross older what leg. is what is the vibe of this establishment is this like a, i don't know because i can't imagine that being at like at spearmint rhino right in vegas no okay. a gal like that couldn't last <laughs> they would say look honey you gotta stop showing people your asshole this is a nice joint you know we get leonardo DiCaprio comes here when he's in town <laughs> 
Uh, ben Affleck <laughs> likes like, to frequent people there. People fucking love me. <laughs> people, they come in, they say, where's that bitch with the fake leg and the balloons? But that's what I'm saying. I do think she's got a bit of a of a line. Okay. She's got to stand out. She, I, she, yeah, she's really doing it, man. You got to have an angle. Eddie, we don't have an angle. And that's why you and I are floating in a sea of, 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 of mediocrity. Well, we need some hemorrhoids. Right. And so can you flip your leg over your head and show us some party balloons, please? Let me let me do yoga for a couple of weeks and then we can talk about that. There you go. Party balloons. <laughs> yes. That'll that'll be the title of, of this episode of the show. Yeah, because you need an angle like over the weekend. Oh, I, I went to a block party. Mm-hmm. A it's called a Fourth of July block party, but it happens like the weekend before. Yeah, because it, it's one of these things where it's super fun, but it can be hard to choose where to go. Like there's lots of parties. This guy's doing that. Do you go to a park and spend it with strangers? That's a totally different thing. So these people were smart and they said, look, we're going to have this party and it's the weekend before. Mm-hmm. And it's like a crazy, like when you've been to it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how many people go to 400. Oh yeah. A lot. 500 yeah. There's food trucks. I mean, it's literally in a neighborhood in a cul-de-sac, but you know, it's 10 bucks all you can drink. People just rage. Yeah. And there's bands and this girl was there singing and she was hot. Okay. I mean, she was like good looking and okay. she had on like booty shorts, like the, the booty shorts so short that it's that move where like the pocket is still there. Okay. So it's almost like, so booty panties. Well, you don't, like, is that what, like, like seriously, like she was wearing a swimsuit or something. Yeah. And, and again, what to me as a guy who doesn't understand clothing or like <laughs> style, I see that and I think like, were those a man's? Did you cut those from jeans? <laughs> like, why are the pockets so huge? <laughs> Is it like just drawing more attention to her body? And da, da, da. and she had on like a baby top, T-top. She just was putting it out there. What kind of music was she singing? Country. Okay. It was all country. Okay. This is like country as hell, this whole thing. And, but even though she was beautiful, and even though she had a good voice, she was still boring. And it made me feel like a complete asshole. <laughs> that like I was sitting there watching this girl sing and I had this and I feel like a lot of people were like, entertain me. Like, oh, yeah. you, who do you think you are? Like, which is such a terrible way to endorse somebody who's putting themselves out there mm-hmm. as like an artist. She's standing on stage. She's trying to get everyone into it. And everyone's standing there like, who's this bitch? <laughs> and and she was still doing so good. And I was just sitting there listening to her and I just thought, man, she's trying so hard. Mm-hmm. She has a dream. She is, you know, she was like talking about, hit me up, follow me on social media. Who here has a Twitter account? I'm at Dixie Girl. Dixie Girl? No, I don't think it was that. Um, But she was talking about that, talking about her merch. And it was almost like, honey, pump the brakes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know who the fuck you are. I'm not going to buy your shirt. Like, you're not Metallica. You know what's funny is she probably lives down the street and like it's a huge country act. You know, dude, what I, mean? I don't. She's she had a full band. Wow, a good band. They were playing covers, but it just made me laugh. Like people buy merchandise at a show for people they like. Yeah, and they like I'm not going to spend thirty dollars on a T-shirt for a person that I just heard. Mm-hmm. What even if it blew my mind and I was like, whoa, like this girl's going to be something. <laughs> This is how a star is born. And I can't stop talking about it. I'm Snapchatting it. I still wouldn't buy her shirt. <laughs> because why would I do that? Yeah. And she kept hawking all of her shit. I was like, boy. But, but it just made me feel bad that A, I was 
you know, disparaging her in my mind mm -hmm. and B that I felt myself like even being beautiful, having a great voice, you need some sort of weird angle. Did you notice any like young boys, maybe Evan's age that were uh, no. like super into her? No, because she was like too sexy, too womanly. Oh, like okay. I feel like to them, their idea of what, you know, is like cute is like a, a teenager yeah. or something. Not like this. This was a woman. <laughs> you know, all the guy, all the dads were like, "Whoa, hey, did you take a look at the cans on that yeah. one?" Or like whatever. Turn the volume down. Whoa, but, uh, hey, honey, whoa. keep the show going. Yo, is it hot out here? Or is it just me? <laughs> you know, in my oh, in my old navy shirt that looks like a flag. And I even thought how sad that was that I couldn't see myself wearing any stars and stripes, American flag memorabilia now at all no ever i feel like it'd have to it'd have to be real subtle yeah or else yeah or else i'd, I'd feel like a <laughs> maga <laughs> yeah, exactly right like yes like you were which is sad isn't I can't that believe... sad yeah isn't that and i had the saddest realization that like fuck like i can't even wear a shirt and like you said not before that i was like decked out red white and blue yeah. the funny things you do america america <laughs> this is you it's not like i was like that before yeah but i thought okay but like right now like i'm looking at your hat with that patch mm -hmm. like you probably would have rocked like a cool interesting flag or stars and stripes something because nobody loves america more than us yeah we love living here and i want to support that but it's so sad that the right in our country has like adopted that taken that Mm -hmm. And that's bums me out. Yeah. Someone on Twitter, I tweeted that and someone's like, well, you'll just get old enough that you won't care. And he's, and he's right. And I really don't care. Like I really wanted to, I put a flag out in front of my house. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, can I not even put a flag out in front of my house? <laughs> I need to put, you know, uh, like a rainbow flag. Like what's the anti all lives matter flag. <laughs> Is there like that? Like a skull and crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> It'd have to be like a ridiculous flag, like a flag that doesn't even mm -hmm. represent anything. But see, the problem with anything like that is it's not fair because you put an American flag out and that's just so boilerplate, mm -hmm. milk toast, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. You put the black flag with the blue line. And I feel like that's a way of you telling people it's, 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 a, it's a symbol that you never really see on someone's house. Yeah. Like, you know that, like, what's that like lawn jockey? You know, those long, like it's a popular East Coast where it's like like a statue of like a black guy with, with like a, a like a ring. He's like holding like a ring. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Like what kind of insane person <laughs> in Northern California would have that in front of their dumb, you know, yeah, 2000 square foot house? It's not like I feel like those are like Dixie throwback mansions. Oh, yeah. That have that kind of stuff. So if you put one of those out now, <laughs> what, what, it's like having a Confederate flag. Yeah. Like out here. Okay, so that, but my point is all these things that I feel like are on the right, but what am I allowed to put out that says I'm a tolerant man that lives here and I support everyone? Mm -hmm. Does it have to be, excuse me, a rainbow flag? Because I think that means I'm gay. What about a rainbow like US flag? Like the, the stripes are rainbow? Have you seen those? I haven't. And again, I, I would totally do that. And I, clearly I have a wife and children here, so they would either think, <laughs> so I put a rainbow flag out like, and that, I think is saying that you're gay. And so that would mean people would be like, yo, is Nicole actually a dude? Because <laughs> transition. one of them's transition maybe. Um, and would that make me gay if I married? Ah, oh, listen, let's not go down that rabbit hole. My point is, what's the flag for people who are just like, look, be nice to each other. 
pro-choice, uh, <laughs> super pro-gay, anti-gun. What's where's my flag? I mean, in in an ideal world, that would be the American flag. <laughs> oh, Eddie, you're so right. Yeah, the flag used to stand as a bastion for hope. Yes, for freedom. Like the whole like, give us your right. That whole speech, like, I know. is about yeah. It's right. about. It's yeah. It's it's terrible. It's sad. Okay, you know what? Let's move to New Zealand. Yeah. With our new best friend Chris. Well, new Zealand has like the most volcanoes per capita or something oh, does it? like that. Like oh, in that the sounds world. dangerous. They've got like nine major active volcanoes or something like that. Don't they have a lot of big spiders down there too? <laughs> they got a ton of shit there. You got a perception and issue. And the Concords, which I, I oh. do enjoy. How can you not enjoy yeah. those guys? All right. So I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> wear a hat. Um, the other thing too is 4th of July this year. Is on a Wednesday. Yeah. Which is the most bizarre thing in the world. It is a little weird, yeah. When Christmas falls on a Wednesday, you're like, yo, I'll catch you on Monday, <laughs> motherfucker. Because Thursday and Friday, I'm out. Yeah. And here, there's this weird thing where it's like, okay, well, it's Wednesday. So tonight is Tuesday, July 3rd. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to get fucked up tonight? Like, so then you get drunk tonight. Yes. And then Wednesday, you're like, look, you know what? I got a day to chill. It's no work. I won't be hungover because who's going to go rage? Because, man, 4th of yeah. July is a drinking holiday. Oh, it definitely is. Fire but, and ice. But, yeah, like a Wednesday, like you, you essentially have two Mondays and two Fridays in one week. Exactly. <laughs> We're not meant to have that yeah. sort of stress. It's fucking rough. <laughs> it's, it's really hard as a person because I feel like my life is a circle. It mm -hmm. really is. And Friday night, you know, Sunday night. Monday morning, like these are days that have serious highs and serious lows. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Tonight, it's like a Tuesday acting like a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow is Sunday. <laughs> and then Thursday is really Monday. Yeah. It's, but not really. It's like a Thursday, actually, exactly. because on Friday is Friday. Yeah. But it's also like a Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm telling you, there's probably going to be a lot of murders this week or just <laughs> weird strife because it's not like a normal week. Oh, is this when... Uh... Uh, what's it? What's that movie where one day the purge? Yeah, this is the purge, it's, like the start of the purge. This is the purge happening. Like everyone's wearing like Uncle Sam masks, right? And murders everyone. Uh, yes, that's yeah. that's what I'm advocating. <laughs> um, here and so it's yeah. So that's the thing. So yeah, do you get drunk on Wednesday and then maybe take off Thursday? But then that means you have to go to work. Now, listen, of course, I'm making a sweeping generalization of a Monday through Friday mm -hmm. dichotomy. Please don't send me an email. Listen, fucking ass. <laughs> you know, some people work on Sunday. <laughs> One time, I'll never forget, on Facebook once, on like December 27th, it was a Saturday. And I posted, man, I love this time of year. Everyone is, you know, so carefree, so happy. No one's working. It's like a collective, awesome vibe. Mm -hmm. And someone's like... Unless your husband's a police officer because he's working. <laughs> and I was like, damn, girl. I was just trying to talk about pissing on my parade. I'm sorry for you. Why you got to be like that? Why you got to put me on front street and make me feel like a dick? Yeah. Like I was just talking shit about your husband. <laughs> Did you come back at her? I was just like, yeah, dang. That's thanks a lot. Busy profi profiling black people. <laughs> I, right there, what's he doing right now? Seriously, being a turd. Um, yeah, like, what do you say to people like that? Like, the other day I was at Home Depot, and a guy was helping me cut some wood. Mm -hmm. And, man, he was so young, and he had Is a Is that hat. a euphemism? No, no, <laughs> okay. no. 
Um, but we did F a little <laughs> bit. Um, I had to get that wood cut. And he was really young. Like he looked 25 okay. or something. And he had a hat on and it said combat veteran Afghanistan. Which, oh, wow. Okay. There, that's his flag, you know, mm-hmm. like, which it always makes me laugh. Like there is no other profession or job where you kind of wear a hat. It says like, you know, I'm an advertising guy. Yeah. People be like, great. Fuck you. You know, uh, you have a soft, squishy job, you piece of shit. Um, or if you were like a plumber and you'd be like, thank me, I'm a plumber. Um, but yeah, but like vets, I think, and they deserve it. I'm not shitting on mm-hmm. this. I just think it's interesting yeah. that we do this. And of course it was funny to watch him because every like honky fat white dude in Home Depot was like, Hey, thanks brother. <laughs> thank you for what you did. <laughs> I can't, I mean, listen, you got me here because my daddy died in combat 98 in uh, Iraq. And what you do, I'm, dude, Eddie, I swear to God, like guys were coming up to him and they were giving him that man shake where you're like, yeah, brother. Yeah. You know, where you're like fucking, boom, like you bring that hand in. <laughs> you're just like, hey, can I uh, get this wood cut? I was like, yo, man, my kids are in the car. They're watching big, you know, I burned them big. Totally holds nice. up. Tom Hanks. Just, Whoa, they get to see the, he, he grabs her boob, right? In that movie? I think so. Yeah. And I, I don't remember too, if he bangs her and I asked Nicole, I was like, does he, do they? And oh, she's like, yeah. and then she's like, no way. No. no. Oh yeah. So she has sex with a 12 year old. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, dude. I don't, cause so I was driving. So I heard the movie playing yeah. big, which uh, 1980, what? Six. Uh, no, I think before that. Four. I mean, was this the movie that know. made him an absolute star? Because yeah, he crushes it. I'll tell you what, though. Watching it again, it has some serious elf vibes. Oh, really? Like okay. the rhythm of it, this sort of whimsical, I can see cute, that. you know, non-sexual, but a relationship that's mm-hmm. kind of inappropriate. Like, But also very sexual because they have very sex. sexual. <laughs> fish out of water. You know, it's a fish out of water story. That's all it is. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It held up. Listen, they're in the car, man. Can you cut my wood? And I was like, oh, sorry. You're the one talking about big for five minutes. I'm not allowed to get, you know, my head padded because I was a vet. Three tours. He said he did three tours. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Which means he went and came back three times. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like, and again, I should just Google this. Mm -hmm. But if you go and you're in like combat once and they send you back, can't you just, do they have to send you again? Can you get like a different job? Can you get a promotion where you get like an office gig? I'm sure it's harder than that, but I, I think a lot of dudes are like, yeah, fucking send me back. It's because they want to shoot guns and yeah, like have you heard of that show, um, Hunting ISIS? I think that's no. what it's called. It's about dudes that like come back from combat mm-hmm. and like they're no longer allowed to go back to war. So mm. they go and fight with like the Kurds or something like that. What? And they have to be smuggled into the country because if they're... As a American ex-military? Well, the U.S. government doesn't sanction it. Right. So they, like it's against, kind of against wow. the law. Yeah. And if you get caught or killed there, America's yeah. probably like, look, dude, yeah. you're the one that fucking went there. And they're all like, because they, they miss like the brotherhood. Like it's yeah. such a tight bond when you're sure. like, obviously like when you're in war with someone. Right. I feel the same way this week with these two Fridays. <laughs> I go to tight, <laughs> tight bond. But you're right. So they miss that. They yeah. want that. Damn. That's like body. Yeah. Those ex-military <laughs> yeah, guys man. in body. You just, yeah. Um, okay. What the hell? Fourth <laughs> of July. Oh, dude shaking his hand. He did three Shit, tours. He just brought it in. <laughs> three tours. And even I was like, dude. Did I hear you say you went three times? He's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm done now. 
Mm. And I was like, damn, man, my daddy. <laughs> no. And the eight and nine. No, I was like, dude, thanks. Like, he oof. shot a turd. <laughs> he shot a turd. Off someone's asshole. In the spring fling. Um, no, you're right. That's as much combat as my dad has seen. Um, look, three towers, this yeah. guy said. And even I couldn't help but be like, man. And I, but that did make me think like he clearly likes that mm-hmm. because why else would you wear a hat that says that so you can get a free cup of coffee every once in a while, a free donut? You know, you yeah. want to see a scene, go to Krispy Kreme on free donut for a serviceman day. <laughs> oh, and they're yeah. like out the door. Yeah. And, or like on Veterans Day, if you're like go there on a uniform or something. Mm-hmm. And one day I went there with my kids not realizing that's what it was. And it was like annoying. <laughs> it's like, what are, why is there like 10 cops here? And like five guys in, you know, like I'm scared. Is there all these guns? There's, was there a murder? Is there a murder in this Krispy Kreme? Because why is there 10 armed cops here and three guys with long guns? They, they, they want their, their eclairs too. Uh, but anyways, I don't know. I'm not, are we talking shit about too much stuff? Let's move on. Um, the other thing I've been doing a lot lately too is seeing movies. Yeah. You know, in the summertime, I feel like, gotta go see movies mm-hmm. um especially when you have family it's expensive as heel yeah but hopefully in your town they have a dollar theater or like a two for tuesday mm-hmm. or something get out of there and kind of like i said in the beginning of the show i've been trying to work out watch my weight eddie i'm getting old <laughs> and i've been really trying to do this keto thing and i have had no problems with it okay but going to the movies man and not being able to get hot buttered popcorn yeah is tough like that would be i think the equivalent of on thanksgiving you love turkey all year and then on that day you can't have it or something like it just Mm -hmm. feels it's really easy to eat a salad it's really easy to not have that extra piece of bread but damn you walk in that theater (laughs) and the smell and the sound and just everything is so much like a ritual Mm -hmm. at a movie theater and that was tough oh i'm sure that was real tough what did so, you go see? Uh, Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Did jealous, I tell you about that? man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm super jealous about that. It was good. It was very good. Um, but I just sat there, drank my Diet Coke. <laughs> you know, while I, my, the, the friend I went with was eating Skittles. Just chowing. I was like, oh, damn. Skittles? Just straight up Skittles? I thought that was an interesting move. Yeah, right? We went, and he didn't get any popcorn. And I said, you can get popcorn. He's like, no, I don't want it. I said, he- What? He so instead, he got a big ass bag of Skittles. What? Yeah. I feel like Skittles isn't really like an adult treat anymore. No. Like I don't see a lot of adults just popping Skittles. No, it's to me Skittles are no different than candy corn or any sort of thing that's less real, less fake than real. Yeah. Like when you eat a piece of when you eat a Skittles candy or a Starburst or a Mamba or what else. I think that's about it. Now and later. Yeah. Laffy um, Taffy. Laffy Taffy. Anything that has that color and that texture. Yeah. <laughs> there are nothing natural about that. You could seriously go in your backyard and eat a piece of wood. <laughs> and it'd probably really help pull out a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. Would you feel it, though? Like, if you ate a piece of wood, how much would your body break it down so when you shit, it didn't just tear that asshole up well i hope you like chewed it well are you saying not that well swallow how hard are you splinters down? how hard are you gonna be able to chew a piece of wood until you're finally just like gulp yeah and you <laughs> eat some of it yeah i don't know man That's let's like, try it out you know what people do is they eat sunflower seeds 
Yeah. And that'll tear your ass up. <laughs> but what kind of monster eats the outside part of a sunflower seed? Yeah, they seed? don't spit it out. People do. You know, I had an aunt. All right, she's still alive. But one of my <laughs> my aunts, when I was young, she would like eat an apple, like a whole apple. Yeah. And then spit out the skin of the apple and like call me over and be like, here, throw this away. And she would like take a bite, uh-huh. chew it up, and then just spit out the skin, like whole. Weird. Like, I'm like, first of all, how do you do that? Yes. Second of all, why am I letting you right. spit into my hand right. like I'm some this human power move? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah. I thought you were going to say she eats everything. Like my mom, when she eats an apple, mm-hmm. eats it like it's a video game and she needs to get every ounce of calorie off it or she's going to die. <laughs> like she'll eat it down to the pit, to the, to like the seeds. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. So anyways, uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? The movie theater? Yeah. Eating an apple. <laughs> no, candy. Candy. <laughs> yeah, yes. So yeah, so if you eat Skittles or something like that, you might as well eat a piece of wood. Yeah. Try it out. Try it out. Uh so but not me. Um I didn't eat any keto. Eddie were flying through the show. Yes. Let's do some questions. Uh real quick, I do want to give a super shout out to our Patreon peeps. It's the the first part of the month and patreon.com slash sift show. You can be a part of our Patreon. Once a month I like to give everyone a shout out. Uh, so super shout out to just Mike, Jerry, Yvonne, and A-Train, Paul from Roanoke. You know, I, I got my dad for his birthday, mm-hmm. save for the show t-shirt. <laughs> you know, he told me at Christmas time, uh, man, I really was hoping you were going to get me a, a save it for the show t-shirt from your <laughs> podcast. Uh, Cause he's never listened. He was on. Yeah. And he probably listened to just his he was on on one of my favorite episodes. Like that With him? Was, yeah. It's a great one. It was hilarious. I mean, that's Shamale joke. Oh, my God. Somebody could tell that on Conan. Yeah. It's a little inappropriate, <laughs> but it's just super funny. I tell that story all the time. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, and you're right. But my dad is also such a, a jackass. I don't think he's ever listened to one episode <laughs> of the show. He'd probably make it five minutes into it. He'd just be like, eh. Yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> I've got something better to do. Nah. What am I going to listen to Danny talk about his dick <laughs> with Eddie? And my dad, every time my dad sees you, he's like, Eddie, my secretary said I'm pogey. <laughs> <laughs> like my dad, bless his heart. He repeats a story. Oh my God. Worse yeah. than me. It's hilarious. I'm yeah. a repeater, but I, I swear to God. <laughs> and it's funny because you and my dad, just like me and your dad, just like me and another relative, you really don't have a real relationship with mm-hmm. it's funny when you see them at a holiday because you just fall back into that easy joke yeah that easy thing that oh that one time so i don't really blame him <laughs> but maybe he could listen to my show every once in a while but that's the thing he wouldn't like it and i really don't care yeah i just want my dad to love him. you know he didn't come to any of my football games either <laughs> all right all right sorry paul from roanoke yes i was wearing your shirt that you gave me my Roanoke Brewery mm-hmm. to shoots on a FaceTime with my dad because for his birthday, I got him a T-shirt. Nice. You know, when he's asked for it over Christmas in his like sort of like tough way, like, you know, maybe that's the way where there's like stories where me and my old man didn't really get along so good. <laughs> but after he passed, I, I went into a study <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, <laughs> that rascal, he saved every birthday card. <laughs> That I ever sent him, all of them. And he had a journal, and in the journal it said, you know, I tried. You know, me and Danny, we're, we were distant, but God damn it, I tried. And I found that, Eddie. And it really, no, like, That's adorable. Our, our relationship's not like that. 
<laughs> so I don't need him to, to listen to the podcast um, for that. But I did get him a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. And he was pumped and he wore it. So nice. yeah, happy birthday to you. I saw him wearing it and I was wearing my Paul from Roanoke shirt. Mm -hmm. When I saw him wearing that, it felt like a nice little show moment. <laughs> Our two t-shirts were talking. Uh, all right, Corey, Nick, Seb, Alex, Thomas, the Sleep With Me podcast, Brian and Catherine, Shane, Lori, Jared, Haley, Angelina, Lisa, our good boy, Moldy Orange, Milan, and Vix. Awesome. There's a name missing from this list, <laughs> Mr. Eduardo. Now, listen, everyone that gives us money to pay for the show is an absolute gem. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And even when we took a month off, not one person delayed their, their money. Mm -hmm. They said, you know what? You're, you're still out here. You still got almost 300 episodes of good content, keeping it going. So awesome. Really appreciate it. Definitely. Zero obligation to do it. And I would never get mad at anyone. Like one time somebody stopped and they sent me an email. Man, I'm really sorry. Like I still love the show, but my mom is in the hospital. It's Christmas time. Like I could really use this extra 10 bucks. Yeah. I was like, dude, what? How, what do you think I'm going to get mad at you? Exactly. You think I'm going to rape you in a gym basement of a hotel? No way, man. Thank you. Just listening is all you need. But one guy, Eddie, has taken his name off the list. Okay. You know who that guy is? Who would that be, Dan? Fucking Dylan no. Shuck. You're breaking my heart. You believe this guy? Did he did this? he let you know that this was gonna no. happen? Oh and my you know God. what? He would I think he was giving like a dollar a month. Maybe like one dollar a month, which to me was symbolic. Yeah. It was just him saying, and the thing about Dylan, you know, is he has a Patreon too. Yes. For his podcasts. And let me let you in on a story about how when you are a Patreon you can become a patron very easily of other people okay? because you use your own money. Gotcha. So you use the money in the system. It's easy when you're in a casino to spend your money when it's a chip. Mm -hmm. And so when I see my Patreon credits, it's easy for me to be like, yeah, you get a dollar, you get a dollar, <laughs> you get a dollar. So I felt like Dylan gave it to me as like respect. Yeah. And he took it away. <laughs> and he didn't even have the nerve to say, Hey, yo, man, listen, Dan, like, uh, I could use the dollar, man, <laughs> or, you know, whatever Dylan's voice is. And he, Pretty close. he didn't even have the nerve to do that and just tell me. And I'd have been like, yo, dude, it's all good, man. It's all good, brother. Sorry. Sorry. You need that dollar. You take it. And he didn't do that. He just rescinded it. And so I tweeted him a screenshot of his name. And he gave me like, hit me with the fucking shrug emoji. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought we were cooler than this. I get shrugged. When I send my wife a shrug emoji, I might as well call her a C word. <laughs> you know, if she says, what do you want for dinner? Do you know where the cat toenail clippers are at? <laughs> Hitting them with the shrug. Yeah. Is like saying, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> and so I don't do that anymore. I used to hit her with the AC shrug. You know, like the A-S-C-I-I oh, yeah, yeah. or ASCII. What, how's that pronounced? Yeah, ASCII? ASCII. That's ASCII? Fine. Yeah. Hit it with the ASCII shrug. You know, like when I'm talking to my boy Mike Bodge. Yeah. I don't use emojis with him. <laughs> I hit him with the ASCII okay. shrug to kind of say, yo, I'm cool. I'm on Reddit. We have a subreddit, which I'm sorry, like a beautiful rose bush. I've not been tending the subreddit. <laughs> I'm back now, though. Somebody sent me okay. a message. Somebody just posted in the subreddit, subject, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Cause there was like 70 members in there 
And then after you had your baby blaming you Mm -hmm. and the show took a break, it dwindled. It turned into a tumbleweed Mm -hmm. a little bit. So I'm back. We're going to prune it. Shout out to all the patrons except Dylan. I'm just kidding. I still love Dylan. (laughs) He asked me to be on Better Call Saul, his other podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do that a couple times because I love the show. I don't give a fuck about Dylan. (laughs) Uh, No, but that'll be fun. And you know who I got to give the major shout out to? BZRK. Ah, shit, son. Audio. Get your tweeters there. Tweeters. All your shit, your subwoofers, just anything you need. Also, the guy who runs it, this is his thing. Like, I feel like if you're going to buy something from someone, if I was selling speakers, you'd say, why? (laughs) I mean, I know you're trying to make a buck, dude. Yeah. But why are you selling speakers? You don't know anything about them. You don't even care about sound. (laughs) I've been to your house, man. Your system sucks. (laughs) So why would I buy speakers from you? Sly loves this shit. Yeah. So bzrkaudio.com. Buy some stuff from him. Eddie, let's do a couple questions and we'll we'll get out of here. Sounds good. You got questions? We got answers. All right. Like I said, we love questions on Save for the Show. Saveforthishow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous. You can tell us your name. I can ask you a bunch of questions about your dick and how you found the show. <laughs> And all that, but we love it. Uh, hey, what's up, bi-weekly guys? Although I'm disappointed I don't get a SIF show every week, I like the new format. I'm sure it helps with your lives, and you also get more time to acquire hot topics to chat about for each show. I have a question. You and Eddie always talk about being moist, guys. I also know you're both in advertising, so whatever you want to call it. I wonder, being pro-moist guys, how would you advertise a lotion for spanking it? I'm a dry guy, so sell me. Ryan, and this is one of the bomb pop guys. Oh, okay. First of all, Eddie is not a moist man. No, not usually. Eddie's, well, yeah, exactly. You are a, a more of a dry guy. Yes. So I would say bomb pop, Ryan. Man, I thought you were. You know, you got to know your show. Yeah, do your canon. research, bro. Eddie jerking off with lotion is not show canon. <laughs> People are going to be so angry at us that they're going to do <laughs> a GoFundMe to remake our show. Because they're so pissed. <laughs> you believe these idiots trying to remake Star Wars? <laughs> the Last Jedi? D- have you heard about this? Yes, I have. And have you it's seen the movie? The, the real Last movie? Jedi, yeah. Yeah, the original? No, the well, new one. Yeah, the new, yeah, the new one. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You can be honest. Did you like it? Uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan in general, and mm-hmm. I've never seen any of the old ones all the way through. Right. So right. I have no reference. I thought it was right. an okay movie. You overall. know what? Fucking nerds. Maybe the problem's not the movie. Maybe it's you. Maybe all Star Wars movies have never been that great. There you Can go. we just be honest? <laughs> I just watched go. them again with my kids, and my mm-hmm. kids were like, meh, whatever. I was always like that, too. Me, too. Yeah. Star Wars A New Hope is so boring, never and I don't it. care if it was like, man, they revolutionized this thing. It was then fine. George Lucas, thank you. Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. great. But as far as movies go, and yeah, it's a cool universe. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I bet you people have taken them and written really great stories where, you know, it's in, it's Boba Fett and he's fighting a thing and whatever. Yeah, I, well, you have like the Clone Wars and all of that stuff. Sure. Like and that, you're right. I forgot about Yes. I'm sure those are great. Yeah. Maybe they are. I don't know. There was one that was like a 3D one and it had a girl in it who was brown. Yeah. And she looked like on Fifth Element, that blue thing. I know what you're talking, you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. People seem to love that shit. <laughs> so fine. It's a great universe. But maybe the movies have just never really been that good. Yeah. And maybe your expectations for it are so high and so unbelievably weird. 
Like, it's just a movie. <laughs> like, why do you put so much self-worth in yourself based on the way you react to a movie? Yeah. You know, my wife likes to give me a hard time that I don't like any music that's popular. That I only listen to music that's unpopular. If a song becomes popular, I hate it. And, you know, I'll tell you what, Georgia, Florida line. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, it'll be. <laughs> I will kill somebody if they play that song in front I of me. I hate that band with so much passion. They're like the country Nate dog, where they're just like <laughs> singing hooks on every pop song and they're terrible. Oh my God. Maybe they have their own album too. No, you know what? That's not fair to Nate dog because Nate dog is dope. Yeah. Fine. They suck. I agree. <laughs> um, so, anyways, she likes to say, ugh. You only like music that's not popular, which is a total unfair <laughs> thing to say. Um, what was the point of this, Eddie? <laughs> not liking things? Uh, Nate Dogg. I don't know. Bomb uh, Pop Guy. Lotion. Okay, Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Star Wars. So people are so mad at Star Wars and they want to remake it. Like who on earth is going to pay you $200 million and they say they have it? Yeah. And you know what it is? The pledging system it's a Google form on their website. <laughs> you can go in there right now and pledge 20 grand by putting in your name and your email. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're putting in PayPal <laughs> or you're actually doing anything. And then these idiots who are running the account are going on Twitter saying, we've got $300 million pledged. <laughs> like you can't say that anymore. Maybe like <laughs> 10 years ago, pledging meant something like, hey, we got a million people signed our move on yeah. um, uh, petition. Mm-hmm. You know how many petitions were made and created about like Trump? Show us your taxes. Do this. Yeah. This doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Nobody cares about these petitions. And so when you say pledging, maybe it meant something then when you could say like, I got a million pledges. Pledges mean money, mean yeah. real. So I'm going to make something. I'll make a fake Patreon where people can say, hey, how much money do you want to give us a month? And I can run around being like, my podcast makes a million dollars have been pledged. Yeah. A million dollars, Eddie. That's what's happening. Dude, right now. I remember when I was a kid and Nickelodeon had like an Earth Day like event and they were like, mm-hmm. we want you to pledge volunteer hours to clean up your community. Right. So uh, fucking I sent in a letter and pledged like 50 hours. <laughs> I didn't do shit, man. Oh, man, those are tainted. Yeah. I thought you were going to say on a show like that where they try to raise money, they're like, we raised $10,000 <laughs> when, you know, some Jeff Bezos could just fart out yeah. 80 grand for one of these things. Eddie, Dude, stop. isn't he building a, like a clock, like a giant clock? Yes. And it's like that will run a forever. billion dollars or something right. like that. Right. It's one of the, uh, right. It's like, what's it called? The uh, doomsday clock? Is no. that what? Is that, or was that something else? I don't know what it's called, but that's ridiculous. It's so dumb. Yeah, he's building a clock it's that so can withstand. <laughs> it's so extravagant. You know, we're, America's falling apart. We have no infrastructure. Our schools are terrible. Yeah. The police. I, yes, well, let's build a clock um, for the world. It's his pyramids. It really yeah, is. His sphinx. He's insane. Okay, uh, let's do one more question because we're running out of time, and I mentioned Chris from New Zealand. Okay. Chris from New Zealand here. I found you guys on Reddit like two weeks ago, and I've been binge listening ever since. So pause. I said, yo, that's great. Yeah. You know, I replied to him, and I said, how'd you find us on Reddit? And he said he Googled like dark comedy Reddit <laughs> podcast. And wow. there were some sub threads that said us in there. And once he saw our name a couple of times, he thought like, all right, I'll, I'll give these guys a shot. Dark comedy, dark comedy. I know, which is that my skin tone or <laughs> know, right? yeah. the content? Maybe it is. It's about you. <laughs> um, so it, uh, 
yeah, it's not, I, I would never con- consider our show dark. It's gross. Yeah. And it's weird, but it's not dark. Like we don't talk about, you know, beheading people or yeah. like, like macabre co- content like that. Anyways, but the point is though, this stuff matters. So if you are a person that does have any presence on a, a social media network like that, you're not, it's not in vain. Mm-hmm. If you want to like say, yo, you guys should listen to this podcast hey, these guys are really funny. And especially on Reddit, because I'll be damned if Reddit doesn't... Uh, sorry, it's beeping. <laughs> <Stephanie. laughs> oh, God. It's it's hot, and my, my wife keeps opening windows, and the alarm keeps beeping. <laughs> so if you're at home thinking, like, what's going on? Like, I, you know what? This is the equivalent of us having, like, a police siren. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, if a police siren played and you were driving, you would shit your pants. Yeah. He'd be looking around and shit. And you'd be so mad at us. <laughs> so maybe if you're at home and you just heard a beep in your ears four times, your house isn't on fire. What if somebody has the same alarm as me and they heard that beep and now they think someone's in their house? That no one's in your fair. house. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned that immediately after the first beep. But also check around just in case someone is in your house. And I don't want to be held liable. For some, somehow it like synced up. Right. Or they're just they synced up. <laughs> And there's somebody like, man, I'll never forget watching like an Unsolved Mysteries once. Remember that show? <laughs> yes. And I mean, I watched it a bunch of times, but I'll never forget this one where Robert Stack dude like walks out in his cargo. It's not his cargo. It's like his khaki pants. Mm-hmm. And he's like on a smoky set and there's fucking smoke and <laughs> steam everywhere. And it's an Unsolved Mystery, which was this amazing show in the 80s and 90s where these reenactment shows were huge. Mm-hmm. There were so many reenactment shows where... America's Most Wanted. Remember yes. that show? Yeah. And then in the craziest irony about that, the guy who did the Most Wanted show, what was his name? John. Uh, oh, God. Damn it. Yeah, I can't remember his name. His kid like got kidnapped or yeah, something. Yeah, and murdered or something, right? right? Yeah. Something awful like that? Yeah. That would be like if you were a chef and your kid got baked and eaten. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've been... <laughs> Or if, if you're a, if you're a cop, maybe. Look, the point is reenactment shows are huge. John, not Stossel, that prick. John, uh, John Keonis, not another no. Friday night. He's on what would Jack you do? Oh God, that garbage show. Dude, uh, I, I I got on like a weird YouTube like rabbit hole uh-huh. just watching short clips of what would you do? Because oh, it made me feel so good, man. Like people sticking up for Muslims, people sticking <sighs> up for Mexicans, and you know. And I was mm-hmm. just like, hey, thank you that, that there's people out there that actually want, you know would have the balls to say something. True, but think about how many of the things they can't show. Probably. Exactly, and it's terrifying. Like imagine if that happened to you. Like now, you know, maybe what this show did, this show also, what was the show to catch a predator? Yeah. Like those shows, I bet you to catch a predator, it didn't change anything. It probably just made these guys go deeper and like be better. <laughs> totally. Like you and I are on like, um, aim. I'm not like AOL chatting, <laughs> you know, young. Is t- aim still around? It's not. Okay. No, but yeah, I'm not aiming young type boy, 69. <laughs> and then I go to his house and it turns out. Yeah. You know, but that goddamn that show was rough when they would show their face. Oh my god. Like they must have used that as part of their plea deal. I would. Yeah. Or maybe not. Like I can remember when I used to make websites, we would just put our names at the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like site created by sorry. God, how many windows are open in my house right now? <laughs> um, it would say like site created by blank. And until one day somebody was like, Yeah, can you not do that? <laughs> 
Like, this is our website we just paid you for yeah. a lot of money. And unless maybe, I'll tell you what, once you knock off five grand, mm-hmm. then you can put your stupid site created by thing on there. Um, so <laughs> where's I going with that? I, I must have hit my head. I'm losing my train of thought nonstop, Eddie. Um, Social media, site created so- by, what was that? I, I had something going here. Oh, um, uh, to catch a predator. To catch a predator. Oh, using that as your plea deal. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I'd be like, look, fine. Throw the book at me. Yeah. I'm going to be on TV and every person I know. Like, you know what? You caught me. I was trying to have sex with this kid. Mm-hmm. But now, no one will know. Like, I'll go home. My wife will tell people we got divorced. Dan's gone. My neighbors would, for like a week, be like, where's your husband? We got divorced. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And they would never ask about it again. Yeah. Nobody would ever know. My kids would probably be okay. So why on earth would you give them permission to put you on TV and then to be like, so some goofy dad in Roseville on a Saturday night <laughs> is watching clips of you being shown to be a, a predator. Yeah. Like, why would you give permission for that? Yeah, because some dudes have their face blurred out, right? Like some dudes probably, show. right? I, mean, I wonder if like most of these guys are just like repeat offenders, and they're just like, "Well, you lost your rights as far as that." Maybe goes. you mean, oh, so you mean in that way the cops can say this is I don't know our footage and we can do what we want with yeah, it? Maybe, yeah, I don't know, man. Ugh. Yeah, how does that work? Well, if it's I don't know how it works. Evidence? Maybe, I don't fucking know. Listen, <laughs> unsolved <too> mysteries. <laughs> Okay, yes. and on one of these, a person got in someone's house and was underneath their bed, and he chilled underneath the bed for like twelve hours. What? And then when homeboy came home, you know, he jumped out from underneath the bed. No, a woman like was taking off her shoes and looked under her bed and saw a man was under there, and she's like, "Cool, great." Oh my god! And, but and so she got out of the house immediately. Oh, she didn't like make a scene. No, like... she just like calmly got up and then he took off. Wow. And then they came and then the cops came while they were still in the house. Like imagine that fun scene. Oh my God. You know, I called the police cause there's someone in my house and they don't leave and the cops have to come in <laughs> guns drawn, like searching the house. And then do I even feel comfortable? Like, did you look everywhere? Yeah. Cause seriously. sometimes like I lose my keys and I can't find them <laughs> and they end up being somewhere pretty obvious. Like you got to go in the attic, right? Like yeah. how do you like clear a house for someone being in there like that? Yeah, that's crazy. Unsolved mysteries. I can't like I can't believe she had like just the the calmness to right. be like, okay, I'm not gonna freak out right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna pretend like I didn't see him. Seriously. And bounce. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch uh, End of the Fucking World on Netflix? Yeah. There, there was a scene like that where they go into a, a person's house who it's vacant. They mm-hmm. think it is. That's a great show. Yeah. I, I think that was a real treat. Can't yeah. can't recommend that enough. Back to the question. Chris from New Zealand here. I found you guys on Reddit. Oh, yeah. The point here is (laughs) I lost my place. The point is if you're on Reddit and you talk about the show, Mm -hmm. oh, man, thank you. Yeah. Like it wouldn't hurt. Or if you're in a Facebook group for podcasts and someone says, what's a great comedy podcast? Give us a plug. All right. It really does help. Now I'm the girl on stage shilling my (laughs) merchandise. But you're here because you already like us. You're not just here to get a buzz. And I happen to be on stage shaking my moneymaker. Okay. Uh, he goes on to say, y'all today, my fiance and I had a three hour drive and I played you guys on the car ride and she loved it. We both did so funny. So it's his fiance. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're with a girl and you say, I want to play you a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) like that's not an easy thing to say. 
No. Especially a show like ours that's a little risque. Yeah. You got to be pretty close or at least not worried that she's going to break up with your ass. And I wonder if he just played the next one that was in his queue. Maybe. Or if he was like, I'm going to hook her with this show. Right. And he had like a specific one. I think, I don't know which one they listened to. Or, yeah, I don't know. Okay. And I think though, and I don't mean to say that our show is so gross you can't share with people that's Mm -hmm. the opposite of what i'm trying to say more so i think it can be hard to share something with people where you're like yo i like this Mm -hmm. this brings me joy (laughs) and then they listen to it and they say oh yeah that's okay (laughs) i mean you know you recommend something except for tv yeah i feel like tv you can just blatantly be like yo watch handmaid's tale yeah well no shit everybody watches that show but if you go deeper and you say you know what you should watch though is Evil Genius mm-hmm. on Netflix, which is a da, da 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 Like that takes a little more, but it's still Netflix. You think Netflix didn't run that show by like a million people <laughs> before they decided to put it on their network? <laughs> Everything with Netflix is data. Yeah. It's an entire data-driven company. So recommending a popular Netflix show to somebody isn't exactly going out on a limb. Yeah. Um, fine, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Recommend the podcast to people, all right? God damn it. Uh, So he goes on to say, we both loved it. So funny. In fact, the last two weeks I've been listening at work and I've been getting weird looks because I start laughing out loud in the office and people look at me. Whatever. I don't care. Pussy got wet. Uh, So pause. I love that that's still like a trope. Like the (laughs) I'm at work wearing headphones laughing. And people are thinking like, what's what is Chris from New Zealand laughing at? (laughs) Is he listening to a podcast? I bet he is. Do you think they call him Chris from New Zealand? Because he, he's probably in mm. New Zealand. Maybe they so just they say call Chris. They just say Chris from here. Chris from Chris here. From here. Uh, <laughs> he's listening. He's laughing. He's listening to those American blokes <laughs> tell their jokes. Uh, and I, yeah, we're his flight of the Concords. <laughs> you and I. And what does he think about Jermaine and Brit down there? Like I've got to imagine he loves them, right? They have to. Like. They're some of the biggest stars to ever come out of New Zealand, right? I, I would assume that's their Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> like, who else has come out of New Zealand that's that yeah. big? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really name someone off the top of my head. Right, I bet you they could. Oh yeah. Now Canada, I mean, there's especially in comedy, yeah. they just send down people like in droves. Oh yeah. Um, so I wonder how C- Canadians feel about immigration, like guys like I don't know. Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. or who's another famous Canadian? Um, uh, Denzel Justin, Washington. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. I know Denzel Washington is a Canadian. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, but I wonder, because they're immigrants. Yeah. Like, really, how different is that? They're immigrants, um, except they, I don't know, they have comedy as an import. So that <laughs> maybe if, you know, these like little eight year olds from Honduras told jokes, maybe, <laughs> maybe then we'd let them into there but i don't think it has anything to do with their 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 humor yeah, levels eddie pretty sure um, it back to the question i just wanted to say thank you for the laughs um but, but, but oh whoops i pasted it twice i just want to say thank you for the laughs also while i got you i wanted to get your views on something i'm in my mid-20s and i know you guys are a bit older i must say i find this time a bit odd like i'm old enough to be in the real world but also old enough to realize like you know what I'm not going to be the next Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. Though it seems like throughout your teens, that's the message everyone tells you. When in reality, 99% of people are average. It's got dark fast. <laughs> uh, what's your guys' views on it all? You seem super happy. You guys give me heaps of laughs and enjoyment. Thank you. Thanks a bunch. So first of all, thank you. Mm-hmm. 
And then, like I said, him and I went back and forth a couple of times in email. So thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. Uh, I urge anyone else uh, to, to write us like that, too. To answer your question, Eddie and I are probably bad to answer this mm-hmm. because when we were in our 20s, we were getting married. We were having children. And so we weren't like, I don't want to say we were lost. And even though we changed work, you know, we could change jobs, you yeah. moved, stuff like that. I still felt like we at least like once you get having like getting married young, mm-hmm. It really alleviates all the stress. Like I'm, I'm super unhappy and I hate my wife <laughs> and like I'm dying to get divorced from her, but at least I didn't have to worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but when you have that out of the way, you almost, you really feel like you're on a path. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard not to get married and then feel like, well, wait a few years and have kids and do this, do that. And so I can definitely understand the feeling though of being like told, you could do anything, man. Mm-hmm. You could do any of this, you go anywhere. And I think because so many people are like internet famous now and social media famous and all these guys messages. Like I love the rock and I love Kevin Hart mm-hmm. and I love DJ Khaled. I love all these guys, but don't they understand that when you just keep telling people over and over like grind, baby grind, <laughs> you can do it. If you want it, you can visualize it. You can get it. And it's like, dude, no. Yeah. That's everybody wants it. And everybody works hard. Like these guys act like they work so hard. Like, oh man, nobody works harder than me. Hashtag hardest worker in the room. (laughs) I mean, you know, your boy works hard. And to me, in my experience, the more people talk about selling, the less they actually do it. Yeah. Like to me, those guys look like they live an an incredibly charmed life. Like, I'm sorry you have to work out the rock. I'm sorry that you have (laughs) to. First one here, last one to leave. (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know, I'm sorry that that's so hard. You chose this life on your private jet. Yeah. And all this baloney. So give me a break. Please just be more realistic. You guys got so lucky. Yes, you worked hard. Yes, it's amazing. But you won the lottery. Oh, yeah. For Christ's sake. Definitely. So fine. All right. Yeah. And I, I feel like 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 when I started off in advertising, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to win awards. I'm, you know, right. I want to write articles for magazines and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then like just at the level I was, I was at in my career, like starting off and mm-hmm. how much I was working then, like I right. can't imagine how much work you have to put into like to be on the cover of fucking advertising magazine. Right. And when I got married and, and started thinking about having a family, like my pri- priorities changed and my of definition of success changed. Right. You know, and like now I, I want more family time. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to work for. Like, right. I want to make, like we always talk about passive income. Yeah. Not because I want more money, but I just don't want to work so I can spend more time right. with my family and like have exactly. experiences. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, just enough money to you know live right a decent life that's the american dream there you go what flag can i fly for that you know <laughs> god damn it just doing things we need to do the uh sacktown shotgun flag and oh god, there you we'll go fly that one right yes um google that i think that's an urban dictionary yeah uh so to answer your question it's it's tough man and yeah. uh, i'm not a therapist i'm not a, a guru here but all i can say is just enjoy whatever you're doing. Like it's so fleeting and it'll change. And you're going to look back when you are married. Cause you have a fiance. So you will be getting married. Probably you will end up having kids and you're going to look back at this simple time when you had less bills, mm-hmm. less worries. And you will. And then, you know, when you're 35, you'll look back at that time being the, like, you're constantly looking backwards Yeah, and you'll always think you were happier back then. So just enjoy it now. Totally travel with your fiance, 
and do things, change jobs if you want to. If you want it, you can get it. Mm -hmm. You know, rise and grind. First one in, last one out. Yes. <laughs> These guys know what they're talking about. They're very successful. Don't listen to me. Yeah, but there's there's a trade-off, though. There is a trade-off. So. There, there is quite a bit of a trade-off. All right, Eddie. Show's gone on too long. Yes. All right, we got to nip it in the bud here. Um, we've got a lot more to talk about next week or in two weeks. I can't wait for that. Um, but right now, at the end of this episode, Amanda Hug and Kiss uh, put together our Sifstery where he takes a joke from an old show and matches it up with a song. This is from episode 168, and the song is Tender Kisses by Sigmund Droid. Okay. Okay? So that's it. So that's playing. And otherwise, this has been episode 298. Savor the show, Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Uh, you know, I, we do the show, and before we do the show, I say goodnight to my kids. Mm -hmm. And I kissed my son, Evan, on the cheek. Mm -hmm. And he said, how come you never kiss me on the lips like mommy? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. And he said, what? I, you don't have any reason? I said, I don't know. And I didn't want to make it seem gross <laughs> or weird or yeah. make him feel bad. Because my mom never kissed me on the lips. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and my dad... I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe he kissed me on the cheek like once, <laughs> and we're very like huggy. Like I'll hug the shit out of my dad. Yeah. But and my mom too. And when my mom wants to kiss me, I just let her kiss my cheek. Yeah. You know, I, God forbid we both go in to kiss and we kiss <laughs> on the lips. I would not like that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, me and me and my mom like we do the cheeks touch mm -hmm. and you make the kissing sound you know so like a right so it kind of looks like you're you're giving each other a kiss on the cheek right it's the only way that you can physically each kiss each other on the cheek yeah. at the same time <laughs> exactly yeah which is also in movies kind of a way they're like kiss kiss yeah like totally. that's also that's like really impersonal yeah but i do that with my mom too <laughs> i don't do that with anyone else though like yeah yeah totally when i meet a woman in real life <laughs> i don't kiss her hand or her cheek or any of that french bullshit yeah uh, what about your dad? You ever um, kiss your dad? Uh, I, I think like when I was a kid, like probably, you know, kissing me on my head or my mm. or my cheeks or whatever. But I yeah. mean, like my parents weren't like super affectionate growing when I was growing up. So I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think I hug my parents more now right. that I'm an adult than when I did. Grow up. Oh, I'm sure. What about because they're going to die? You got to hold them <laughs> close because your parents are going to die. Yeah. What about your girls, your young girls? You kiss um, them on the lips. I do actually. Yeah, oh, that's disgusting. I know, man. No, I'm just it's kidding. so gross. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I, I do. Um, and like a lot of times, Leah, like, I'll kiss her on the cheek, and she she'll like be like, no, my lips, and I'm like, okay, mm, yeah. I mean, right. it's not a, it's not a big deal. No, of course not. At least at this age. I mean, no, if she was, you know, <laughs> eighteen. Right. Doing that's kind of weird, maybe. I think no matter what sex you are, once you get to a certain age, it's not okay. Yeah. If a boy is eighteen kissing his mom. No, I've seen I've seen that porno. <laughs> yeah, and I jerked off to it. <laughs> no. I I worked with a lady um, when I when I was working in Vegas who had like a sixteen or seventeen year old son, and she said like they would snuggle up at night and like watch shows together, like like spooning and stuff. Yeah. Is that that seemed kind of weird to me? But is that just yeah. me? Because I think it's I think it's getting a little old. Yeah, where you might think to the like the son. Like, why doesn't he want to do his own thing? And not even from, like, a sexual thing, but more from, like, a maturity level. Yeah. I feel oh, like, yeah, like he still totally. needs his mom. Yeah. Or you can just chill on the couch. Yeah. Well, she was breastfeeding him, too. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. At 16? 
you know, why not? I'll kiss my daughter on the lips. But Evan, my son, he said, you know, when he asked me to, I said, fine, I'll do it. I'm going to kiss you on the lips. <laughs> like it was a dare. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And I did it. And I, I gave him one of those like super pursed lips, like dry kisses <laughs> that you might give someone in like first grade. Yeah. And he looked at me like, that was stupid, dad. <laughs> I said, no, 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 look, I'm sorry, Evan. I, I have nothing against this, but I just, I can't get down with it. I'm sorry. It's for your mom to do. You kiss your mom. Yeah. You know, I'll give you a hug. I hug the shit out of my kids. I'm very affectionate to them, but I'm not going to kiss the boys on the lips. Yeah. So, is that weird? I don't know. Is it cool if I do, though? Because I'm you their can. uncle, though. Uncle, give so. uncle kisses. <laughs> kisses, uncle. Yeah. Lips yeah. only. And I... <laughs> I know, I slip into my groove. You tell me that all the time. Yeah, and I'll kiss your daughters. And your wife. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Can I kiss your wife? Well, let's just share families, man. You know what? We're getting close <laughs> enough to doing that. Yeah, well, and you can kiss Nicole. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. more than 10 times well when you're a kid and you're not Dude, potty trained are you kidding me i must sit down to piss like 10 times a week do you really like in the middle of the night man i'm just no. like a zombie and i just walk in there and i sit down <laughs> and i push the dick down and then i just do it when i piss for like 10 minutes i like i honestly have never even thought about doing that in the middle of the night and that makes so much sense yeah it, like when i wake up to piss in the middle of the night like mm-hmm. i just I'm, i just get up like i'm awake oh so See, that's and that's stupid of me Excuse me, that's very stupid. You can stay like half asleep, yeah, cruising there, shambling like the undead. Sit down, point your dick down, and poof.